Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile and what brings them joy. Hi everyone, it's James here, the host of the Champions of Happy podcast. I'm so excited and so delighted to say this is the first birthday episode of the Champions of Happy. We are officially one years old today. Hooray! Woo! Party, cake, balloons, celebrations. Firstly, I want to say a massive thank you to all my guests who have been on the Champions of Happy podcast. Starting all the way back last year with my guest Jason, all the way to now to episode 26 with my friends Ben and Mikey. I'm so honoured and delighted that they came on the podcast to celebrate the first episode. They are podcasters in their own right with their podcast Once Upon a Scream, which has been going for three years, and their sister podcast Once Upon a Queen. They are podcast professionals and they are so lovely. They're my best friends in real life. And I'm delighted that we've come this far. Thank you all for listening and being part of the Champions of Happy Journey. I can't wait to see what the next year brings more guests, more stories, and more shared experiences. In this episode, I talked to Ben and Mikey about their podcast, their experience in the podcast community, and most of all, their friendship. We do go on a bit because we talk a lot, and we do play a game at the end. A little uh, heads up, I do go through the, the questions very quickly, but in the answers category, we do uh, break it down. So feel free to play along and let me know how you got on. Thank you so much, and enjoy the first birthday episode of The Champions of Happy. Thanks, everyone. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Ben and Mikey. Hello. Hello. Oh, you got Ben right as he took a massive gulp of tea. I went for a, I went for a sip of water to stop myself from introducing the podcast. Because we are guests this week. Don't over talk. Don't take control. So I'm just going to sit here and, and say yes, James, to whatever you ask me. Oh, interesting. I might use that in the future. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you're Ben and Mikey, my real-life friends, but obviously yeah. you are the hosts of your own podcast, Once Upon a Scream, and the sister podcast, Once Upon a Queen. Hello! <laughs> wow, I'd like to call I, I'd like to call fake news on real-life friends. <laughs> That's How? not true. Are we not... No, we're professional. We're pro- it's a professional relationship. We're James. colleagues, if anything. Yeah. At, at best, podcast professional. Well, not wow. That, really. No, oh, we are. We are your things. friends. It's always so nice to see you, and thank you for having us on. Yeah. No, thank you for joining me, and on a very special episode as well. This episode is the first birthday episode of the podcast. Oh, congrats, James! That's wonderful. Thank you. Have well, you actually been going for is- a year? So yeah, so this episode will go live on the 14th of July, which will be the podcast's first birthday. So that's wonderful. Shush. Oh my gosh, where has this year gone? That's really freaked me out. 
It's hard because, of course, because you started it during kind of lockdown as a initially it was to kind of buoy people up in lockdown. And now we're here and we're still in lockdown. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think it's nice because we in all episodes we talk a little bit about COVID and we mm. you, just listening to it, you can hear the different stages where we are in the world. So I think it'll be a nice little time capsule. Hope, yeah, I mean, obviously, we all kind of want to forget about COVID, but at least we'll... No, I like the way that it's evolved. I like that it's broadened out to be kind of what makes people tick and what brings joy. And like, because initially, I remember when you told me about it, it was a way to boy people be, up. Be very different. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this, like, I, I love the way it's developed. And congratulations on a year. That's amazing. Thank you. Just need to get some more guests now for the oh, next what year. Are you gonna, how are you going to say? I can't believe it's taken you a year to ask us to come on, but we'll move away from that. <laughs> you guys are professional podcasters. And I was always a bit like, oh, I want them to be on it, but I don't want them to be on a crap <laughs> like that's the first time anyone's described so, us as professional yeah, podcasters. You, you know more than anyone. We are far from professional. <laughs> uh, I'd say so, not even semi-pro. I'd say, <laughs> do you know what? I wouldn't even say amateur. I'd say winging it every week. Ho- hobbyists, perhaps. Hot that's another one I'd say. Nice. But um, before we get into the podcast properly, then, could you please uh, define, explain? For, I mean, I imagine anyone listening to this is already a listener of yours anyway. But just in case, what is your podcast? Oh, go on, Ben. <laughs> I do it every week. You can do it this time. Yeah, I know. But you do it because I can't never remember. <laughs> do it with some more joy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, on, yeah. Man. We. Yeah. Oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. I, this is why he does it. So I'm going to really try. We are. A unofficial, I've been told by my lawyers to say, unofficial Disney and horror podcast. And we've been going for just over three years, would you believe? It was our um, birthday recently, so wasn't it? Yeah. Far more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're way, way more mature than James. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, um, yeah, we, we I, I, I actually can't believe we've been doing it for three years. That's absolutely nuts me and mikey have this ongoing joke where we say it's the longest and most stable relationship either of us have ever had um and i'm all here for it we have we have an absolute blast together uh mikey came up with the idea uh 2018 in the summer i think and i think he literally yeah (laughs) like we text all the time we're really good obviously really good friends but he he texts me and he said oh how do you feel about doing a podcast and I just remember thinking, I've never really thought about it, um, which is weird, really, because I was doing a lot of presenting at the time. And a lot of presenters try their podcasting stuff, don't they? They all think they can do it all. Anyway, yeah. So he texted me and he was like, well, I think we met in Costa, had a nice little cup of tea. I had a coffee, yeah. Mikey had a tea well, uh, with with a little we had our, milk. We had our first business meeting we in, did. in the yeah. Costa. It was, it was wonderful, it, though. It was fun, though. But basically, I mean, I, th- I think... I'd read, I wanted, I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while at that point. And I read that you need to have some sort of like hook. You need to have some sort of niche. And I was like, what can that be? Um, and I was just scrolling through my like fact file in my brain. I was like, what is, what is b- a bizarre thing that we have? And then it kind of occurred to me that Ben and I will go to the cinema to watch horror films just as often as we'll go to watch Disney films. And, yeah. and you know, James, cause you've listened, but we, we kind of thought we can't be the only people who have this polarized, you know, genre love. Um, and so we thought we'd combine it into one podcast for Disney and horror. And it's amazing. Like the, the amount of people who, who are like, oh, I thought I was alone in my Disney and horror love. Um, yeah, and it's like come so many people have been in the closet for so many years <laughs> yeah. thinking they're like really psychologically disturbed by being so obsessed with Disney and horror. And then we go, it's fine. Come in. 
come listen. I mean, chuck a little bit of drag queen magic in there, and that's pretty much our podcast. We really are changing lives. It's. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like during COVID, every time they said frontline, I was like nodding at the telly. I'm a key worker. I was like, yes. Just go early, please. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Thank you. The format of your podcast has changed a little bit over the years. Um, originally, you tried to do a horror and a Disney film in one episode and that's yeah. now you're focusing on one of each per episode why why the change why the mix Wait, up it we were a bit over eager it was like you know coming out onto the gay scene for the first time and just being in like a candy store we were like we can do everything we can we initially wanted to pair up disney and horror films which had similar themes which you can do by the way it, it's a great exercise but there's so much which connects and that turned out to be more difficult from a from a time perspective more than anything because we both had to watch two films. In fact, at the beginning, we were both watching two films and a shit review film at the same time. That's where we take a terrible horror film and review it, as in like absolute bottom of the barrel, like Chopping Mall or Killer Pinata or things like that. And we were trying to do three films in one. Yeah. Um, and it was just turned, it was just too much. We were just too eager, eager beavers. And so eventually we settled into this rhythm, as you described, which is, you know, one week horror, one week Disney. Um, but usually with some cross pollination throughout the episode. So a lot of our reference points for this is a bit like XYZ is usually from one of the two genres. So I feel like you get enough of both in each episode, but to kind of save our poor brains, we, we had to streamline it down a little bit. I don't know how many episodes we got in before we made that decision. Quite a while, yeah, though. I can't really mm. remember. But what I do remember is that Mikey, Mikey's like, we're like yin and yang, right? Me and Mikey. And he's, Mikey's so amazing at keeping things organized and on time and just, just brilliant. Whereas I'm like a creative fart. <laughs> That just just needs you need to open the window sometimes, you know. And Mikey used to be like, right, we can't go over sixty minutes. And yeah. for me, me to talk about a Disney film, a horror film, and a shitter that I probably picked and am obsessed with, <laughs> it was a real challenge for both of us. So I think we decided to do ourselves a right. favor and uh, and calm it down a little bit. And actually. Mm. It's amazing because we've done that and we still feel like we've got loads to jam in episodes. You well, know, that's the thing. Uh, like, but that's great. A, I mean, we're, uh, we're going to carry on for a long time, I hope. There's loads There's loads of key films we haven't even done yet on both genres. We haven't done The Exorcist, yeah. for example. We haven't done... I don't think we've done Original Beauty and the Beast yet. Like, there's a, a ton in there, which I feel like we've... We've managed to save the longevity of the podcast by uh, not picking up three films in one go. So I yeah, think it was like we haven't gone Dunkadet Kelly yet. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I can't believe we're on. We're almost three years old, and we still haven't covered Cadet Kelly. Good lord! <laughs> oh. and, and you've got a Patreon now as well. So you, that's you've, you're even bigger. You're expanding. You've got merch. I tell you what, merch. James. I was listening to that song by ABBA. You know, the one that goes, money, 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 doo-doo. <laughs> and I thought, we should be getting some money for this. We work hard. Podcasts are expensive. People don't know that. Podcasts cost money. You've got to yeah, keep it going. That. Anyway, yeah. So, so we, we look, we wanted to do other stuff. We wanted to sort of do films that we maybe wouldn't necessarily cover on the podcast. So like sequels in Disney or sequels in horror or sort of really random like TV shows or, or, or something. I think... We kind of pick the very, very cult niche stuff, mm. put that in the Patreon. And the thing is, if you are a Patreon to us, you're probably exactly like us. So you'll know exactly what this shit is. But it's really worked. And again, we were, you know, we weren't that familiar with 
I mean, we we knew about Patreon, but we'd we'd never done it before. So it was really interesting. It was great to have some support, and we've you know, I I I just can't believe we've still got some people that have been doing it since day one. I know, and that's amazing. Like it. Oh God, I sound like a I sound like. I sound awful, but we we really do have the best fans in the world. <laughs> My God. That's nice, though. This, you, you, remember, you are on the Champions of Happy. We are to celebrate true. your happiness that you're giving others. Before we continue talking about the podcast, I want to go to our new segment of the podcast, Happy Moment. So opening the doors to Happy Moments. Okay. Mikey, would you mind sharing a fact, a story, a interesting thing that makes you happy and might make others happy? All right, well, <laughs> so when you told me, I think I've slightly misinterpreted the brief, but um, I was listening to a podcast the other day about trying to find out what your values are, like what are the key things which kind of make you who you are. And it did this exercise, or it did a couple of exercises where you had to think about the moments where you've been happiest and then try and track why that was. Um, so I'm going to tell you what I've answered for that because uh, it, sure. and I'll tell you what it what it, it helped me learn about myself. Um but obviously, we all know each other from meeting in the London Gay Men's Chorus. Um, and I realized when I was doing the exercise that so many of the moments where I felt the absolute happiest has been when we're on stage performing with the London Gay Men's Chorus. Um, and it was a couple, like, specifically I'm thinking about my first show, which was a Halloween one, but a ton of them, like, when we were in Prague. Like, there's, there's loads of examples where I can really picture, you know, those moments in life where you are just taking in everything like a photograph and you really remember it super vividly. And I felt like joy in my chest, you know, like a really great feeling. Um, so my my moment is is those moments when we perform. But the interesting thing was trying to figure out, well, why is it? Why is it that which I think about when I'm thinking about the happiest that I've been? And I kind of realized through this exercise that my values include um, achieving, <laughs> surprise, surprise, um, achieving feeling like you belong, like belonging and kind of being like with a kind of a group um, and performing, but also kind of making an impact. So those four things are very important to everything that I do. And LGMC and specifically those, those performances are a rare example where all four of those things are intersecting. So achieving because you've worked for six months on some sort of show and now is the moment where you're actually getting to do it. So it's the culmination of a project belonging because you're with 200 people who are kind of sharing this experience with you and you feel really connected to them performing because you're getting to be creative and it's in front of people um and i forgot the last one <laughs> that was my last one uh oh making a change because the yeah in terms of making an impact sorry because lgmc often you know we exist to break down uh or, or expand kind of the boundaries of what an lgbt choir can do for the community and pushing messages of tolerance and inclusion um so I think that's why it's my happiest memory. So I often think about that truly. Like if I'm if I'm feeling down, I just let myself go to that photographic moment and think about being on stage for those moments and where all four of those things are working for me, which make me who I am. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answers the brief of what you wanted. It does. But... No, absolutely. Mikey for president. What an amazing answer. <laughs> Do you have a, a particular moment you remember singing on stage? That's yeah, really it was... Um, it's The very first show we did was the Halloween ball. Um and it remains the best show that I've done with the LGMC. It was incredible. It was so on brand, even for like, you know, once upon a scream. Um, and it was my first show. So I was obviously very anxious and nervous and excited to get it done. I had people in the audience for the first time. We were in the Hackney Empire. So a really gorgeous theater. 
And at the end of Act One, we sang Bat Out of Hell, um, which, as you can imagine, for Eternal One was a real scream. It was just a really like high octane song. And it ended or it ended with a kind of refrain where you just like, ooh. So it was like a very kind of mystical kind of slowly getting quieter and quieter. Ooh, you just repeat the same melody over and over again. And as we were doing it, the curtain moved slowly down and started covering us. And I even, even talking about it gives me like chills because it was so amazing. It was like the curtain came down and I've never had more of a feeling of like being in an in-group of like us and them. Like we were behind the curtain. We've just delivered this first act. It was amazing. The audience was like applause was rapturous behind the curtain. And as soon as it dipped, everyone just turned to each other and was grabbing each other. Like, oh my God, I think it's probably how people who play sports feel when they win a game. Like sure. it, was, it felt amazing. And so I often think about that. Even describing me, I'm getting the same feeling of like, it was so special. It's, I think, it's the happiest moment I've had in my life. Like it was just incredible. Um, so yeah, that's my happy moment. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. That's a great happy moment. That's a really good happy moment. And um, Ben, over to you. Can you share your happy moment, please? Well, I mean, can I just clarify what the brief was? Like uh, Mikey's, I mean, that was beautiful. That was like, a, that was like an A-level poem or something, but it was, but I thought it was something recent. That's made you happy. It can right? be. It can be anything. <laughs> yeah. Are you just saying that because Mikey got the brief wrong? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I mean, yeah. I did caveat the whole thing by saying I think he I'm did. He did the brief, say that, which but... is why I'm bringing it up again for dramatic effect. <laughs> Bec- <laughs> but well, I only, I'm only making a point about it because my happy moment this week is the fucking Golden Girls coming on Disney Plus. <laughs> 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 and and obviously I look very shallow now, <laughs> but it genuinely made me so happy. And so many of our listeners so happy. So if that's not the answer you're looking for, James, <laughs> um, that's the only answer I've got, to be honest. So what? Let's, let's dig a little deeper into that. Why do you love Golden Girls so much, Ben? Where's it all come from? Oh, the, ter- the table's been turned. You've been journaling yourself on, now, Ben. Come on. <laughs> I didn't approve this question, did I? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what? It is really funny, actually. Because I talk about on the po- I talk on the podcast a lot about um, the shows that my mum would use to watch on uh, hashtag Living TV. If you're old, as old as me, and remember that um, she's only thirty two and very single, by the way. So <laughs> hit me up. Um, and you know she, she used to watch things like Buffy and Charmed and 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 one of the other one and sort of like paranormal shows like Most Haunted and things like that. And I really I was like a lapdog. I would just I would sit by her and just watch all this inappropriate stuff when I was like six years old. Um, and one of them was the Golden Girls. And I from a really young age I just remember thinking, this is. So, I mean, I wouldn't have used the word camp back then, but it is just dripping with campness. I wish I hadn't said dripping in relation to the Golden Girls, but you know what I mean. Dripping Mm. with campness. I just remember thinking these women are amazing. They're so funny. They have such a strong bond. They can make fun of each other. And it it, it sort of, in the, the way gays do, they just, it was like early shade. I was so like hear for everything about it and that the storylines was just so wholesome and nice and simple and it just was one of those shows that filled me with such like joy and as I became as I grew into my teendom and again I've talked about this on the podcast a lot I used to dip into these shows as a form of escapism because I hated my life basically as a lot of 
gays do growing up. You know, you just want to escape it all. So falling into, I mean, particularly like supernatural shows, but The Golden Girls was one of those ones that I would rewatch. And it was always playing on cable and stuff. I would rewatch to get those kind of like endorphin boosts of happiness and to like laugh at these shady women that I would look up to and reminded me of all the women I knew in my life. Like, I mean, my grandma was like, an amalgamation of all bloody four of them. <laughs> she was just amazing. So it really, it kind of, here, I'm getting deep now. It got... Yeah, it, go, it got, go further. <laughs> push yeah, the boat. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and, and I ain't pushing a boat up there. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Push the boat, that's a new one. <laughs> Probably from the Golden Girls. It's a very dated <laughs> reference, James. But um, it just filled me with such, like warmth to be quite honest and and i would i would escape into shows to avoid reality for years years and years and years hmm. probably right up until end of uni in some ways you know like i'd go out and stuff but i'd always come back to these kind of like shows from my childhood that my mum used to like and it would just fill me with such glee and i think the golden girls especially has a massive lgbtq plus sort of dome over it these women are gay icons, like, to, I mean, the, by definition, you know, they kind of, in the way that, you know, like Sex in the City, you have these caricatures that you can relate to, you know, like, I'm a Samantha, I'm a whatever, I'm a Carrie. Mm. You can do exactly the same thing for Golden Girls. And every group of gays has one of these bitches. And you know what? It's, it's just watching it now. And, I, and Mikey knows I rewatch things a lot. Watching it now as a, as a gay man just fills me with like such pleasure and such happiness and makes me, I really look up to powerful, strong women and these women have that. And it just fills, it just fills me with sort of a really pleasant nostalgia. And I've got to be honest, I don't have a lot of that. So mm. it was, it's really nice. And now it's on Disney plus. It's really interesting because it's, I mean, we have a few people in our friendship group who love it as well, mm. but it's really interesting this week with it going on Disney plus how so I've noticed so many of our listeners and people we follow are ecstatic that this is going up. And we've had like multiple messages saying, when are you going to do a Golden Girls spin-off podcast? <laughs> and then Sam, I won't tell you what it was because I don't want anyone to steal it, but Sam sent me a name for it and it was probably the best podcast name I've ever heard in my life. I'll tell you off camera, maybe on Yeah, tell me off camera. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it just shows there's a huge like queer community out there that really looks at this show and the Golden Girls, another, just another point on it. The Golden Girls were making statements about things long before anyone else was. They have an, a really powerful AIDS episode where they make this massive statement about AIDS not being an evil person's disease in 1989 or something. I think that was the first episode I watched. And I was like, oh, oh fuck, what is what this what show? <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise what I was doing. Yeah, I mean, but they do, they do this. And, you know, on, in the pilot episode, they had a gay cook and that was in 1985. They they really do tackle some big things that we're still talking about today. Race is another one. They do some huge things about that, um, about the characters learning about certain things. And it's it was just so ahead of its time. And I mm -hmm. think as queer people, we're ahead of our time as well, you know. So watching it, it's just it just fills me with such joy.
Nice. See, we got we got a deep answer in the end from that. Yeah, but I didn't want to give one. I just wanted to say, <laughs> God, I can watch. I can watch, I don't have to get the DVD in anymore. I can just go on Disney Plus and click. But yeah. Well, thank you. you for sharing your happy moments with me and the rest of the listeners. So back Thanks to you for two. milking them out of us. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Back to you two, Ben and Mikey. Ben and Mikey. When you first met, obviously you met via the the London Game Men's Chorus. That's how we met. Me. Did you instantly like each other? Oh my god! Fucking Mikey's really thinking about this one. Yeah, he was like, "No, he was a dick." I actually, well, I, I can't tell you why. I can't tell you what Mikey thought about me, but I do remember the first time he spoke to me, um, because we were at a rehearsal and he came up and he's very like Mikey way, and sort of when introduced himself, like very like, not formally, but just really like, "Hi, I'm," you know, like, and I was so like. Not used to that because I'm not very good at that. I'm very like a lot of people don't know this, but it, with meeting new people, I'm actually quite shy and I'm not that great. I'm a very confident person once I know someone. But Mikey was so confident, it made me feel so like he was. I mean, there were a lot of people that helped with this, but Mikey was one of them who, on that first day, when you're surrounded by 200 gay men, probably more gay men than mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life uh, up until that point. <laughs> she's been places since. Um, and he just came up and he instantly said, if there's ever anything you need, let me know. It's really great to see you here. I think he made some joke about some young faces or something, which I found lol. And it was just so nice. I just felt so at ease with it. But I do remember that. You've never told me that. that I'm, that's so nice to hear, especially because it's actually like a value of mine, that especially in chorus settings, but I try and do this in other places I just make an effort to introduce myself to new people because when I joined the chorus the season before, um, I had the same thing. I was like, crikey, this is a lot. Like, this is more gay people than I've ever seen in one place. Um, I don't know anyone. And there was a guy in the chorus, Richard, who came up to me and was like, how are you doing? Have you sang in a choir before? And just started asking me questions. And I felt so at ease. And I appreciated it so much in that moment. I made a resolution to myself that I would always do that for new people when they joined. So I try to, as many people, because obviously with the intakes, there's quite a lot that, that come, but I try with as many people as possible to go and just introduce myself because I don't, I don't, I'm not an extrovert, so I don't enjoy doing it, but I think it's going to mean a lot, hopefully, for this person and put them at ease and get them to a point where they're going to start getting as much out of the chorus that I do quicker if they're feeling more at ease. So I'm really happy to you say that because I try and do that as often as I can. I try and do it in other settings as well because it, it, you know, it made massive impact on me. And I know in other situations when that's absent, it's hard. Like if, if some, if no one brings you in, it's, it's hard, like as an introvert to break in. So I'm always about like trying to like bring people along. So (laughs) I didn't. I, you've never told me that before. Uh, well, the thing is, I think oh. about it a lot because I I laugh about it now because the way I picture it is you kind of swanning over like Heather Chandler to me. Oh my god! <laughs> and, but in a really great way. Obviously, you were you were wonderful. But I just I just remember thinking you have an excellent <gasps> singing voice. Who I was like, are oh my you? god, what is she going to say to me? <laughs> Who is this? You know, I just didn't know. I didn't know anybody. So it's it was, funny. It like was... it, it's funny because my main memory. I don't remember that. Um, but did you like spent. me though, Mikey? That's what he wants yeah, to know. Yeah, that was the question. No, I remember, because um, you must have joined in January, February time, and then I had a birthday in March, which I invited you to. I invited basically oh, yeah. the, like, the entire chorus. It was a costume party. This is this is the best party I've ever hosted in my life, by the way. I had no idea at the time it would be, but it was like a villains and heroes costume party. And everyone went to town. We had about 100 guests and everyone was in full-blown costumes. 
I, this has never happened to me since, by the way. Like, I've never had a, a, a party this successful. Um, but I remember inviting you to that, and it was shortly after that that we started hanging out properly, I think. Because um, I think because of that... Oh, no, I'll tell you what it was. I've been to your birthday the month before, Ben. You invited me to your birthday. Yes, you came to my party. All I remember is our friend Matt was wearing a fruit hat. That's all I remember. From oh, that well, I don't remember that, but I know I didn't know you very well at that point, but then that's no. probably where our friendship began. And obviously, if I came yeah. to your birthday and invited you to mine, I think, James, I can answer the question say I did like Ben when I met him, but I can't Good. quite remember. Sorry, I that was a very pointed question. I feel like <laughs> I, maybe I should no. have questioned that but more I was, differently. I was, I was quite shy when I joined the chorus because I had no gay friends or anything. Mm. So it was a real moment for me. So those kind of like... You know, those moments, and, and Mikey wasn't the only one that sort of really made an effort to come speak to me and, like, genuinely give a swear word about who I was. And I thought that was so nice. I'd never experienced that in my life. You know, I work in the media industry. When people do that, mm. it's usually fake AF. <laughs> mm. Like, but actually, in this very moment, it was very real. So, well, James, same question to you. Oh. What, did, what were your first impressions of us when you met us then at Chorus? Well, I met Ben on Hornet originally. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gay dating oh my app. God, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, just as I got serious with a boyfriend at the time, I, we, I messaged saying, oh, um, I'd like you. You seem cool. Let's still be friends. But I am now dating someone, so I'm going to get off this app. Um, yeah. And then I joined the. I was so happening to be joining the Chorus. And then I don't remember meeting you for the first time, Mikey, which is really frustrating well i do because ben because you joined the season after ben right and yeah ben had told me oh there's this guy james who's starting tonight and we had chatted on hornet and i did the same thing to you i was like i went over to you i was like how are you doing have you signed before but just my usual like my head the channel moment clearly it had an impact on james <laughs> but it was really hard though because i when i first joined the chorus that relationship actually i got dumped like a week before and the oh, season yeah. was the love show. And so I was oh. in a room full of the most men, gay men I've come across, like you, Ben, 200 gay men, all singing yeah, these yeah, bloody yeah. fucking love songs. And I'm like, uh, not sure I really want to be here. But you, oh, Ben, I'm I remember so glad really you cool. You were like, out, yeah, Ben, you were like, no, stay. I can't remember what you said something really nice and sweet. Um, but yeah, and I'm uh, n- I, now we're sure still here. Are you sure? I'm trying to keep this character illusion going, James, on this podcast, okay? Can we not shatter it that I'm a nice person on this one? So you two have been friends since, and now look at you with podcasts, with Once Upon a Scream, Once Upon a Queen. Ben, you actually got me into podcasts. I wasn't really, I didn't listen to them really, um, but you told me about Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me? Oh! Uh, And then that's my first ever podcast I've listened to properly. And then... She is... What a dream. What a treat. The best. She 100% persuaded me to get into podcasts and I and I well her and Mikey in some ways because when Mikey brought up the idea of us doing one I was like I had a lot of friends that listened to podcasts and I was like I don't know if this is for me you know you Mm. come across people and they're very like oh I'm it it really is a sort of like I'm a podcast person or I'm not a podcast person you really do have that I have a lot of conversations with people who go to the gym and they're like I would never listen to a podcast at the gym but then I have other people who do nothing but Mm. Um, and it is interesting. So I thought, well, if I'm going to start a podcast, I should probably listen to some. And I loved Nicole Byer. I just knew, I knew, and I knew she did one, and I knew it was about dating. And I always think that's quite funny. Mm. And um, for anyone that doesn't know her, she's a uh, she's an American comedian, uh, hugely successful. She's the um, host of Nailed It now. That's like her big mainstream thing. But she started off doing all these podcasts, but she does. She does, um, she has loads. She has absolutely loads. I think she has like seven podcasts running at the same time now. Yeah. And one of them 
is just called Best Friends with her with her friend Sashir, I think she's called. And it is it's just not it's just them chatting. Honestly, it's nothing, but it is bloody hilarious. Honestly, it's brilliant. So once I realized that you could have a lot of fun with podcasting, you can and I'm I'm a comedy writer, so I knew I could bring some of that into it, like she clearly does. I was like yeah, this could actually really work. I was dead excited about it. But yeah, do you still listen to Nicole? I podcast? do, yeah, on the regular. Um, I actually, Thanks. I remember being in the Two Brewers when Mikey told me you were doing, you were going to do a podcast. And I remember you distinctly saying, you're going to love 50% of it and you're going to hate 50% <laughs> of it. Because obviously I love Disney, but I'm a oh, massive yeah. wimp and don't like being scared and don't like horror films. And I actually am quite proud. I actually like listening to your horror ones because I can live for it via you guys the only one i've not watched, listened to is midsummer because it was just too much for me uh, and was ugh, the way you described some of the killings was horrible what what's funny is i and i've said this on the podcast before but i used to avoid horror like the plague i was so scared of horror films when i was younger and i used to do the same i'd have my friends describe the plots to me so i could because i always thought the plots were fascinating but i just didn't want to get scared mm. so getting it second hand and you're not the only person to say this james like a lot of people say oh it's the nearest they can get to horror because it's interesting without having to be scared and so i feel like i'm paying it forward from what my friends used to do when i was a teenager and i was like <laughs> tell me what happens in it i remember i can remember walking home and my friend elizabeth telling me about um it and and she was like and then he turned into a massive spider and i was like he was a spider the entire time like as a story rather than having to be scared um but we have a lot of that we've got listeners who are um either into both a lot or just into one but find the other element interesting um i guess because we approach it in in the same kind of way like we there's similar kind of themes that we bring up and we've got a perspective on it um but yeah that's so funny like it's not uncommon i don't think from our listeners to have that kind were of your relationship parents, horror. um encouraging of watching scary stuff when you're younger because mine were dead against me watching anything uh, scary my, mine too absolutely not and they are not fans themselves so my parents listen to our podcast and they do the same they're like oh the horror stuff's really interesting but they have no reference points at all for what we're talking about they've never seen these films um and it was just there was no horror in our house it just wasn't i don't think my parents like horror films so i think they've probably softened a little bit now after you know because sometimes i'll say you can watch this one like it's more of a you know comedy or whatever um so yeah. they probably expanded like van helsing yeah um on what's the one um is it ready or not the the one where they were in the house playing hide and seek oh yeah. that's yeah. that's one i recommended them recently because i'm like you'd enjoy this i think um but no yeah. nothing in the house which i know is very different to what you had ben right like ours was like a zero horror house <laughs> do, you know, do you know what i've got to be careful because because i spoke to mum this morning and said i was doing this and obviously she she knows you both. In fact, you've been on holiday with her. Um, and she was, she really liked, she didn't know you did a podcast, James. And, oh. and she, I told her you did this and what it was all about. And she is very into her well-being and she's quite spiritual and she's, and she's very into like finding your happiness and things like that. We have that in common. So she was really interested. So I've never seen her do this. She actually subscribed to your podcast this morning. Yay! Like, I mean, I helped. I was like... <laughs> I was like, it's the purple button. And, and um, she she said, oh, I'm definitely going to listen to this one then because it will be an interview with you and Mikey and it will be all about well-being. So I've got to kind of not say it was all mum's fault. <laughs> <laughs> but without her, you but, wouldn't have a podcast. But, so. but look, look she, I doubt she'd disagree with this, but she... she, uh, she 
it's weird. She's she was a massive fan of horror films, but I would say more supernatural content. Um, so she loved ghost stories. She loved the things like the Women in Black. Um, she was always really interested in like true stories, like almost haunted and and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she did really like um, vampire films. Like, and uh, those that listen to the podcast know that's a specialist area of mine. And it comes from her because she used to just love it. And so I think naturally, the same way with the TV shows I talked about earlier, I think I kind of adopted it. And I mm. was, I was, I was one of those kids that was like. You know when you're like told not to press the red button and you push the red button, like that was me all over. So my mum was like, "Don't watch this film," and she'd leave the VHS like <laughs> on the dining room table. And so, and I, you know, back then I had a little TV with a VHS player in my, in my room. I'd watch it; it would scare the shit out of me. But I loved it, and so I've 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 kind of enjoyed that rush. I do enjoy the horror rush, and I do enjoy being scared, even from a oh. Smack the microphone. This happens all the time. On our um, I do enjoy that rush. And it was not to like get too deep, but it, I used to enjoy that rush because it used to, again, be an escapism thing for me. I used to enjoy being scared of something in a film rather than being scared of something in mm. real life, like a bully, for mm-hmm. example. So I actually kind of enjoyed that. It was like controlling your fear a little bit. Um, and then as I've grown up, I've just sort of, it's weird. Mum's tolerance for horror has really gone down she really likes the last one we watched together was the thing when me and mikey did the episode on it mm-hmm. um oh my god i've just realized me and my mom are so dorothy and sophia from fucking golden girls i'm sorry but i had to put the f word <laughs> hang on there. which one's which um anyway no dorothy's the really <laughs> tall like oh, main no, sorry, one, I'm saying, and... who are you i mean oh Oh, I'm not Estelle Getty, am I? Come on, I'm a six foot four. <laughs> like, um, but her, what I'm saying is her tolerance has gone really down. She can't watch a lot of stuff now because she kind of keeps her awake at night, which I find quite interesting. I didn't know that was a thing as you got older. Mm. Whereas I've, mine's definitely gone up. Like there's truly nothing I can watch. And I even wrote my um, uni dissertation on like realism in horror films. So I love it. Nice. I love it. If you t- and she's edu- that's, if you come to our podcast, she's actually educated in horror films. So you'll learn something. Well, hello. Come. I don't have a Disney degree, but it's an honorary <laughs> one. Hello to uh, Ben's mum, if you're listening. Hello. Oh, mum, I hope you don't think that was... But, I mean, you did let me watch some stuff, let's face it. <laughs> All right? And it's fine, okay? I, it helped, actually. Love you. I mean, she's the reason you've got a horror podcast. So, if anything, thanks to your mum. Yeah, and she's just found it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really chick. You're three years old now. Your podcast. If you could go back uh, in time and have a chat, um, a production meeting with yourselves, just as you be- begin, what would you? How would you advise yourself? What wisdom would you pass on to your past selves? Go on, Ben. I love how you put your hand up. <laughs> to answer your question, James, I would say I'd sit me and Mikey down. I'd hold both our hands very dramatic and i'd say don't cover drag race down under (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'd say that's my answer (laughs) (laughs) i think it's probably what we were talking about before but like don't bite off more than you can chew like don't be too ambitious um because the rhythm we've got to which i think we had to get through through trial and error 
is great for everyone. I think it's good for the listeners. It's good for us. Um, I think that'd be my main thing. And then I'd also probably say like, as a bit of a spoiler, I'm like, you, you have no idea how much this podcast is going to be quite therapeutic for you. Like it's, it's a tough, you know, this James, it's a tough gig. Like there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, we commit to doing episodes on Tuesdays. We've, we've done hundreds of episodes at this point and every single time it's like, right, got to do the episode. And by the end of it, I feel so uplifted. Like it's great. I mean, we get to spend time with each other, Ben, like we, it's always such a good, um, balm for the soul. So I think my other piece of advice would be don't underestimate how positive this can be. Like even outside of the creative thing you're releasing, like it actually has a, a kind of a positive effect in the process of making it. So I think I'd say appreciate and uh, treasure that would be my advice as well. How nice is that? That's, that's very champion to Pappy, isn't it? Yeah. That's very champion that's to That's lovely. And, and don't cover Drag Race Down Under, I think, is the, <laughs> is, is the, is the double answer to that one. Um, I get what you mean, though. Can I just say that, can I just add to that, that there are moments, because Mikey works very hard doing his job. Um, I'm a freelance writer, so it's it's hit and miss, as most freelancers know. Um but like my health's not always so great. And, and sometimes we have to like, we get to these points where Mikey's really maybe tired from work or something. And I'm, um, you know, not in a great place or something. And we kind of talk to each other and go, this will actually make us feel better. And it, it just does. It's really weird. It's not like we're not ourselves. It's just, we talk about something we really love. We're talking about it with someone you also love. And it's, it's just, it just works. And, and honestly, I don't think there's one episode where we have not ended where either me or Mikey have gone, oh, I feel better now. Yeah, definitely. You know, or something like that. So it is It is really, and I don't think a lot of people know that. So I think that's, um, yeah, it's quite yeah. nice. Can the same be said for when you covered um, The Black Cauldron and Dawn Till Dusk? Because I know you both have strong feelings on those films. <laughs> yeah, but we also love bitching, uh, Well, I can answer the door like... from Dust Till Dawn one. Um, Dust Till Dawn. Have- I, that's that's one of the few times I've been angry on the podcast because I could... I think the listeners quite enjoyed that, actually, but I'm usually quite, you know... Ben and I are fairly basic and quite easy to please. Um, I think that's fair to say. <laughs> but um, but with this, I was livid. It was... I've, I felt like I'd... I felt offended that I had to watch this film and um, the, the most colossal waste of my time, and that really showed in the episode. Um, so... I'm glad it exists as a, um, you know, like you were saying about Champions of Happy, where it kind of like documents things. I'm like, oh, well, here's documenting me in rage. Um, so that's interesting. But um, <laughs> that might be the exception to the rule on the, um, I, I finished it feeling relieved that we've done the episode and I never had to talk about it ever again until right now. So um, yeah, although uh, I'll let you talk about Black Cauldron, Ben. It was, it was, <laughs> it's, it's not the best Disney's done. Let's put it that way. Um, but I really enjoy it. It's interesting because a lot of the times me and Mikey love the films we cover. That's why we cover them. Um, but when we don't, I, like I love to bitch and I have so much fun bitching and moaning about things. So it is quite fun. And yeah. to pick these films apart like that is really fun. And it's interesting because we get messages if we're like overly harsh or we're kind of like moany or bitchy, we get these kind of like. S and M E text messages come through that, that are a bit like we really like it when you're angry. Like, do you want to like keep doing that? I was like, okay. It's actually quite similar <laughs> to um, and this is where I, I guess it's different to your podcast, James, because there's two of us. 
I'd say 80% of the time we're very in sync. And then the 20% of the time when we're not, we are on the opposite end of things, um, which makes for yeah. really so interesting, interesting discussion. Yeah, it's like, it, it's great because you, you kind of expect that we're always going to, and, and the best is when we haven't talked to each other about it before. So we do it live and we have to defend our decisions, but it actually makes, it's made me more skilled at um, arguing my points, like being able to articulate why I disagree with stuff. It's it's like debating society, except for that film you're either very passionate about or hate. <laughs> so it's yeah. a it's an interesting skill set which has come from it. But I, I, I always find it interesting. And like, it, it's funny because it's the exception. Like most of the time we're very aligned on how we feel about yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then when we're not, it's we couldn't be further apart. I can't think of what films have we really disagreed Well, from Dust Till Dawn is the, is the biggest example. But it's... Oh, just yes, of course, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> apart from that one. But there's, it's main. To oh. be honest, if it's not films, then it's plot devices or specific things, yeah. um, and it probably comes up more in the Once Upon a Queen podcast, which is I don't know if we've said specifically, but that's like a spin-off Drag Race UK, Drag Race Down Under podcast. Often in that, that's more revealing of where we disagree um, on, <laughs> you know runway outfits whatever whatever it might be but that's always fun to discuss i think i'd love to do a quick fire you must get asked these questions all the time so i want to try and get through them as quick as possible quick disney horror questions uh, so i'll ask the question mikey if you answer ask, answer first ben you follow up with your answer and then i'll go to the next question so quick fire round <laughs> bring it up the rear as usual come on <laughs> first question mikey favorite disney film aladdin original animation Little Mermaid. Favourite horror film, Mikey? Cabin in the Woods. No, I'm not sure. Come back to me. <laughs> ben. Oh, I'd, I'd say... Oh, God, this is hard. I would... I'd probably say Scream 3. Ooh. I've got my real answer. Now, now I'm oh, out of panic mode. Um, Jennifer's Body is actually my favourite horror film. Oh, Ooh, nice. Yeah. Emo soundtrack. Yes. Um, if you... Mikey, if you were to um, bonk a Disney prince, which one, which one would it be? Aladdin. <laughs> No hesitation. Bonk a Disney prince. <laughs> what, just just one of them? This yeah. sucks. I don't like this question. <laughs> oh, God, this is so hard. This, this is like... Is it? God, this is like Grinder in Clapham. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... No, I, I think Prince I Eric. was going to say He's Eric. Of course hard. it's yeah, Eric for you, Ben. Yeah, I know, but like, come on. It's been, a, it's, been, it's been a long time. I mean, any of them, to be honest. Sebastian the Crab at this point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like Mikey, I'm casting a remake of a of any horror film, and you're being cast as the main villain. Which villain would you want to be? Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. I feel like, even though I'm not saying this because I, I would have a lot of prosthetics. Let me just clarify. I'm not saying I look like this character, but I feel like I'd have a blast being Freddy, just because of the campness. Like that's like a pantomime waiting to happen. So I'm going to say Freddy with prosthetics because I don't look like him. Thank you very much. <laughs> Same question, Ben. <laughs> All right, this is niche as shit. Okay, but I'm gonna say it because we love niche on our podcast. It is Famke Janssen's role as the Grand High Witch in Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Oh. Because all she does is walk in and out of rooms with huge capes on, <laughs> and just say shady. It's the it's like a drag queen role. I'd 100 percent do it. And she probably got paid a fortune to do it. So I'm all, uh, that's my answer. Of all the horror films we've ever covered, that is my answer, I think. Or I think it could be quite fun to play um, Lucy in Dracula. Mm. Um, 
I think that she's one of the first ones to get turned in Dracula because there's been a lot of adaptations of yeah. her. And I'd love to see like a real drag version of her because she's a hoe and I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'd go with either one of those two. Bit niche. Bye. Hey. Uh, Mikey, you're on stage and you've got to sing one Disney song. What Disney song do you sing? <sighs> well, I'm going to do two back to back. I'll do Prince Ali three. Prince Ali. <laughs> oh, my God. And I bet I could put money on the next one. <laughs> Prince Ali Jafar reprise and Poor Unfortunate Souls. Yeah, oh, what? <laughs> Fucking hell. God, you ben, you can have someone. three as well, seeing as Mikey had three. <laughs> Did he have three? He had three. What was... Oh, okay. Um, three. Okay, I'll go with uh, Part of Your World, obviously. Poor Unfortunate Souls. And I'm going to say uh, Out There from Hunchback oh, and Notch Down because I can sing the shit out of that. You can. Oh, nice. So, you know... I've done some, she's done some auditions with that song. So, and I feel like I look like Quasimodo these days. So I feel like I can really relate, you know. (gasps) Mikey, you're the last girl standing in a horror film. What is your weapon of choice to fight off the killer? Ooh. What would I go with? Um, uh, Any weapon of choice. Any weapon. A a (laughs) flamethrower. Good and dead. That's how I want my killer to be. (laughs) Don't give me a little knife. Just the full-on flamethrower, Last of Us 2 style. Like, just like, kill them. Ben, yourself? Uh, kill a piñata on DVD. <laughs> yeah, that would that would kill anyone. And the last of our quickfire round. Mikey, what's your favourite thing about Ben? Oh, my God. It's like speed dating. <laughs> Not a PR answer, but true on. There are too many to list, but oh. Ben is... Ben has been, for almost a decade, my rock. Like... We have gotten through an awful lot of shit. So I think I think his patience, intelligence, caring, and ability to be just an absolute stellar friend all around. Nice. Aww. God, that's a bit much. You shouldn't ask me the questions first, James, because now Ben has to yeah, follow that. So, and then I have to always up it. Because I was going to say the Christmas tree pulls out every year. So I think it's glorious. And he does it all differently every year. Oh, I also like the pumpkins he does, because they're very creative. Um, My seasonal no, wares. I, I'll, really. <laughs> thing is, I, 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 we are chalk and cheese in some ways, but I echo those sentiments entirely. Like we support each other throughout, and you know there, there are things going on all the time, and I think we both know that friendship comes first, no matter what's happening. You know, mm. like if if we have some huge podcast deadline or huge whatever, we'll. It's scrapped mm. because it has to, we have to look after each other first. And I think we help each other look after ourselves, which is quite a unique thing for two gay men who are single, you know? Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. I think, I think we all need to sort of be kinder to each other and look after each other. And we've, we've really 100%. communicated well over the years and learned how to do that. Is that nice enough? That's lovely. That was really nice. Well done. You boys have a fantastic lovely fan base community that you've made via your podcast to people who love horror and who love um, Disney just looking at the comments on your Instagram and just you can see people really look to your podcast for a entertaining fun safe space if you I mean if any of your listeners are listening right now would you like to say anything to them directly join the Patreon <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I would say no. I would say that the the feeling is mutual. Like it's a really special thing I feel like we've created and there's we've had we've had messages over the years, you know, emails and people writing stuff in where we and I'm not saying this to like it, it sounds over grandizing it, but like people who've gone through breakups and have listened to the podcast and it's helped them in like the weeks after that time or in lockdown, you know, we we were doing live shows and we were doing um episode releases and I, I think I, I just want to say it's mutual. Like as much as it, you know, the listeners appreciate the content, we appreciate the listeners and also the being able to generate it and like having a platform and having an audience. I think it's a really lovely thing that we've got. It's really special. And I feel like I'm going to look at it very fondly for the rest of my life. Like it's a really nice, um, positive community that is in countries all over the world. It's such a bizarre thing, but it's lovely. So that's what I'd say to them. Like it, it's mutual. <laughs> Anything to Aww. anything to add to that, Ben? I said Patreon. Oh, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I can, I completely agree. I mean, I've made, I've made yeah. friends through this podcast. I never thought that would be a thing. Like, it's re- it's really interesting. Like, who you and and it, like, it's no secret we 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 support like uh, the drag scene and in in London and things on our podcast. So we've met so many wonderful people and like guests have become friends and listeners have become friends. And I just never thought you could get that. I don't know. I just never thought that response was there. It's a, it's a bit of a cliche, but you never really think anyone's listening and suddenly you realize how many people are. And it's, it's just lovely. I, I, I honestly think our, like again, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but I think our lives would be very different if we hadn't had that meeting in Costa yeah, three totally. years ago. You know, There's, I mean, even the other day, our friend Michael, um, I bumped into him going to see Heather's actually, um, and he was with oh, his friend. John, where were you on at seven thirty? And um, he was with his friend, and she was like, "Oh, how do you know each other?" And we were looking for a while, and I was like, "It's the podcast, isn't it?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's from the podcast." So even like it, like you say, it's just amazing. Yeah, the other benefit friend. of the podcast, which is huge, as an introvert, we have guests on not every time like your episodes, James, but like mm-hmm. we have guests fairly frequently, maybe once a month. And pre-pandemic, we would record these episodes in my flat, and so. I would have to probably, I've hosted more people at this flat than I ever would in my life, like strangers coming in. And it sounds cliche, but they come in strangers and they leave friends. Like we've got so many people who have come and done these episodes. <laughs> you stop that. <laughs> uh, but I, look, I, I, this is why we never record on video because you can see my reactions to things. But I mean it though, like there's, it's, and James, you must have the same thing with yours. Like you do this shared experience of recording with each other and then you know more about people and you leave and then you've got like these people for the rest of your life. Like the biggest example of that, I think was the the Disney Snatch game that we did where so many people involved in that were either people that have been on the podcast or guests. And I was like, all of this is like, I wouldn't know any of these people if we hadn't done this thing. And and my network it's is so extended weird, and I feel like I've got, I know more people in London. Like it has a beautiful effect on my life. Yeah. Um, which is, which wouldn't have happened because I'm actually secretly quite introverted. So it's, you know, <laughs> forced as in they come round. So I mean, uh, the best one ever was Miss Disney um, or Miss Disney as she is now. Um, come in, she turned her basically in full drag to the flat and the entrance was just, and I was just thinking, oh my this is so overwhelming. Oh my god! It was a Amazing, proper like, <laughs> all right, all stars six, yes. let's get sickening entrance. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> it was quite something. But do you know what? Podcasts are about asking questions and learning things from different yeah. people and learning different perspectives, and that's why I actually think 
podcasts are so amazing to do and to listen to, you know. Mm, I, definitely. I, I, there's so many I listen to now because I love learning new things about people. So, which is why I really love your one, James, as well, because it's exactly that. I mean, yours is exactly that, you know, bringing people on to talk about their lives and talk about what makes them happy. I mean, what could be better than that? Oh, thank you. So, look into the future. Apart from once upon a scream, obviously. <laughs> obviously. obviously. <laughs> I'm under contract, James. It's not, it's not personal. Um, look into the future. If I could wave a magic Disney wand and make anything happen for you guys for the podcast, what would you like to do with the podcast? How do you see it going forward in the future? Oh, well, uh, it's hard. To, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because I think gays in London, we all know that life moves quickly and a lot happens and it's hard enough doing the regular stuff we do, trying to fit it in. Um, we have talked about for a long time doing some sort of like live event. Ooh. I don't know what that would look mm. like whether it be a live show or even like a social or, or you know, Once Upon a Scream and Friends maybe and bring some people back to perform and I don't know. We wanted to do something like that for our 100th. Obviously, um, COVID got in the way of that. Um, so that's still up in the air. Personally, I'm happy rocking with the ride we've got right yeah. now. But it would be so fun to get everyone in a room and just like have like a camp disney riot i i feel the same like we i don't know what that live show form is going to take but it's going to be performative it's going to be camp it's probably going to turn into like the most epic disney and horror playlist you know i'd love us to do that that would feel like a because like like you said earlier sometimes it's easy to forget that people are actually on the other end of it and when we did we did our 100th episode zoom which you were there for James and and you prepared that lovely video for us as well which helped bring to life who's actually listening i feel like i think i think after this year especially we're all we need this like we need some sort of fun but it would be great to mark the podcast in that way i think so that i agree ben like that would be yeah. that would be a good thing i mean thing. what i'll say is or right, i know you like a little exclusive james Ooh, on your podcast go on, then. what i'll say is i've got a note folder on my on my phone i want to put a screen folder and one of them is live showing. And if I get an idea, I just jot it down. And that exists. So I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Know I know so many people that are str- struggling to get... <laughs> I don't know when! <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. So many people are struggling to get things off the ground yeah. at the moment. What I will say is we'll, we'll do it when things are whatever back to normal is, you know. Because uh, right now, it's a busy old time. We're getting episodes out. And that's that. But we're not going anywhere. No. So there you go. We're, we're, uh, well, fingers we're crossed. Here. And we are, so we are coming to the end of the podcast. However, oh. before we end, I, I know you two tend to enjoy a game. So I thought we might play oh. a quick game. You're competing against each other. So I know, Mikey, you like a bit of competition. Oh, for, uh, look, my, Mikey wins. <laughs> all right. There you, <laughs> there you go. Done. What a great game. Thanks for having us, James. <laughs> Right, so basically, it's a really simple game. I'm going to say a quote from a movie, and you're going to tell oh. me if it's either a horror film or a Disney film. Uh, so you get one point if you get if it's a horror or Disney, and you get an additional point if you can name the film. Oh, God. You realise you're really showing us up, James, if we get zero <laughs> on this. <laughs> like... Number one, listen to them, children of the night, what music they make. Is that a horror film or a Disney film? And you get a bonus point if you can name the film. Number two, I had to slit a few throats, but I got it. Is that Disney or horror? So number three, I'm your number one fan. 
<laughs> Can I just say, we're better at dates. I was just about to say, we get extra points for the year. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I did not research that. I, I've, I've been putting them in, but yeah, okay. Have you? God, he's such a nerd. As <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a number four, a boy's best friend is his mother. For the listeners, you can't see this, but they look really serious right now. <laughs> number five, you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on earth is for. That's you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on earth is for. These are good games, James. Thank Do you want to um, license this to us? Write our ones. <laughs> <laughs> Start working for Buzzfeed. Uh, number no, s- no us. <laughs> <laughs> number six. That is exactly how your father looked before he died. This, sorry, this is exactly how your father looked before he died. That is so morbid. What if, if that is a Disney film or a horror film? I'd buy it. Number seven. There'll be food and drinks and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Uh, number eight. <laughs> fear always works. Oh come on, that was three words. <laughs> is it Disney? Fear always. Is it Disney or horror? Fear always works. This is hard. Yeah. <laughs> number nine. Mm. Number nine. I find delight in the gruesome and grim. And the last okay. question, and I think then you'll get this one. Poison them, drown them, bash them on the head. Got any chloroform? Do we need any repeats? If you really listen, if you really listen to my track, Mikey, you've got a clue. Coming from the garden. Ah. Uh, <laughs> just remember who helped you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need any repeating? No, I hate tests, especially surprise ones. So <laughs> let's just get on with it, shall we? <laughs> uh, so number one. Actually, yeah. What oh. was one again? Actually, we're going to go through it, aren't we? I'll so give, give, give you a second. I'll give you a chance. Uh, so number one was no. listen to them, Children of the Night. What music they make? The film. Okay. I'll give you a clue. The film has been mentioned by one of you on this episode. Okay, we'll go for the answers then. So. Oh my God, are you going to say these are all films we've covered? I don't think that some are. I don't think that all of them are though. So. Okay. Well, I feel better now. <laughs> so, number one. Yeah, all right. Let's go. What do we think number one is? Listen to them, Children of the Night, what music they make, horror or Disney? Horror. I think it's horror. It is horror. And I think it's I think it's Dust Till Dawn. Mikey, do you have a guess for the film? Yeah, I put Dust Till Dawn as well. It's actually from Dracula, 1931. Oh. Whoa, I didn't talk about that Dracula. I talked about <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> so you both yeah, get a point for guessing it's... that it was horror. Please keep your own scores because I'm I'm not doing that. Um, so number two, I had Please to lie about sl- your own scores. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I had to slit a few throats, but I got it. Disney's Aladdin, nineteen ninety two. Correct. Can I get an extra yeah. point for nineteen ninety two? Don't get an extra point for nineteen ninety two. Number three, I'm your number one fan. Uh, it's a horror film and it's misery. It is correct. I didn't get Aladdin for that one. I just Did knew it was not? Disney. Ah. It's no, the Mike it's the talking about the the um, pendant that Jafar uses to open the Cave of Wonders. Mm-hmm. I just think that's quite an aggressive statement for a Disney film. Well, I mean, you can see our Aladdin episode for lots of controversial things which were said in that in that film at the time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that. <laughs> uh, number four, a boy's best friend is his mother. Is this Psycho? I guess Psycho as well? It was Psycho. Hey, so it's horror Psycho. Okay. So that's a Disney film. Uh, number five, you can't crush souls here. That's what life on Earth is for. Is it Soul? Soul. It is Soul. Right. I thought you might have oh thought that was the one with the guy with the pins in his face. Hellraiser. Yeah, I thought it, that could have been. I thought I might have thrown you off that way, but you're too good. Hey, do you know what? It was. It was. This was crafty, James. Yeah. I'll give you that. Thank you. These were some nasty statements. <laughs> <laughs> 
Number six. This is exactly how your father looked before he died. I think it's Disney, but I have no idea where it's I've from. I've put horror, so one of us is right. It's Disney. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like a like Mulan or something, but there was no dead father. Oh, it's Scar. It's, it's Scar. Of course. Oh. Number seven. There'll be food and drinks and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. I put Disney. I put Disney and I put Haunted Mansion. It's horror, house on a haunted hill. Oh. oh, see, I hate that film, so that's why I did it. <laughs> so I'm going to give myself um, a point. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not. Cheating. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, you know I do not care about competition. <laughs> so if I lose this, look at Mikey. He's sweating. <laughs> He's I'm trying to calculate for a win. how many ones Ben got correct to try and see if I'm ahead or not. <laughs> Well, I think I'm probably one behind you because of Aladdin. Yeah, but I didn't get that last one right about the horror, so I think we're neck and neck, actually. (laughs) James, I cannot stress how I do not care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm enjoying the the trivia. I love trivia. But the game part of it... Go on. Right, eight. Are we on eight? You're on number eight. Uh, Fear always works. Horror? Yeah, I put horror. It's Disney. Oh. Zo- who the, who the, Zootopia. Who said that? The little uh, oh. sheep. Oh. And you've covered that oh, one as that's well. That's an all animal. So. Yeah, it's an all animal Disney film. You covered film, the though. film. Yeah, but it doesn't mean we like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, moving on to number nine. I delight in the gruesome and grim. I've said Disney. Yeah, I said Disney. It is Disney. Any idea what the film is? Now, now I've got Disney. Let me have a real think about this. Oh. I haven't written it down. I delight. In the gruesome... I can almost... feel like I can almost see it, but I'm not sure. It feels like an Ursula statement, but I don't think it is. Because I know her statements very much. I'm thinking of, like, the Mad Madam Mim, maybe. Like, Sword of the Stone or something. Is it Sword of the Stone? That is the answer, yeah. Oh, my Can we have a point each? We work together. Get off. (laughs) No! Absolutely not. I... No, Ben, you don't get an extra point. I'm getting it. No, I Um, said, can we both have a point? No! (laughs) I got it. Look, are you listening? Are you listening it's, to this this shriekness in his voice? Rewind fifteen seconds, and you'll hear me getting that, and not Ben. I'm thinking of like the Mad Madam Mim, maybe like Sword of the Stone yeah. or something. Is it Sword of the that Stone? Is the, that is the answer. Yeah. Oh. And so it's on the tape oh. for the record. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. I mean, and if you rewind twenty seconds, I, you'll hear me go. I don't give a shit. James, I cannot stress how I do not care. <laughs> I'm just gonna, go, I'm gonna go and leave you two at it. Um, Mikey, I'll give you that. Come on, ben. Then. last Sorry, one. I feel like we give you that, Ben. Mike. Even though, let's all remember, I gave him the clue outside the window for this one. Does he remember that? Does he? F U C K. It's 101 Dalmatians, James, and that is uh, a horror film. <laughs> no, 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 it's a Disney film. Yeah, you are, ben, it. you are correct. Uh, Poison and Drown the Bash on the Head was uh, Coella, but also from the film 101 Dimensions. Oh, that was fun. So, boys, can you please total your scores? I got 11. Oh, I didn't need to go so hard on the old um, point defence because I got 13. <laughs> Maggie's there the winner! Yay! Oh, and God. do you know what? That'll absolutely make his day. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that, yeah. boys. Really testing your horror and Disney knowledge. Well done. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. So, 
we have come to the end of the podcast now, unfortunately. Uh, we will be saying goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me on the Champions of Happy. It's been an absolute pleasure and honour to have podcast professionals as yourselves on my meek and tiny <laughs> Please. Podcast. James, you need to stop calling us that. We <laughs> truly are not. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you for having us on, though. What a delight this has been. Yeah, it's been jokes. I loved it. No, thank you. Uh, I, I imagine everyone knows already, but would you like to share your socials? Okay, right. If you would like to... Uh, Check us out. You, we're, you're more than welcome. We're at Upon a Scream on Instagram. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I don't update anything else, so don't waste your time. Um, we are Once Upon a Scream pretty much wherever you pod. Um, but, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, usual shebang. We're on there. Um, and if you go to our Instagram, there's a link to all of those. Um, so you can give us a listen. We are bi-weekly now, so it's every other Tuesday. But if you've never heard us... Uh, chat before there is certainly a back catalogue for you um, to go and have a listen to Um, we also have a Patreon as I so subtly joked throughout this (laughs) throughout this recording Um, bonus episodes different series podcast merchandise all the usual stuff it's all outlined very clearly on there Um, and that's patreon.com forward slash upon a scream thank you again for joining me on the the first birthday episode of the Champions of Happy. It's been I'm, I yes, couldn't have asked happy couldn't have asked for better guests for it really. So thank you for jumping on board. Aww. And I'll Ben, I'll see you at the pub later. Mikey, you're more than welcome yeah, to I come know. if you want to come. <laughs> um, but otherwise, we'll say we'll say goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, bye. bye. You've made me feel very happy, you champion. Bye. <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.